Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host with the most, Eric. Who's here with me again today? Steven's back again. Steven's back. The host with back. the second most. There you go, the second most. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true at all. We have 50 most, 50% most. I have 50% of the most, you have 50% there of the most. There we go, there we go. And it, Guys, you're not the host, you're the co-host. back. I'm the co-host, of course. You're the co-host too. Yeah. Naturally. Perfect. We'll write it in a will. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, welcome back to another episode. Two Guys, Four Cents. Listen again. Conversation. Objectivity. We're striving for that movement. Let's talk about difficult subjects. Uh, today, we're talking about social media. And uh, what's very exciting for me, well, I find anyways, is we're talking about a situation that is happening right now. So I find that quite exciting. Do you? It's very exciting. There's a lot to talk about in this episode. And we're, what we're thinking is we're going to break it up to two episodes, two episodes on social media. Absolutely. This one's going to be on what we see, and then the next one we'll talk about later. Hell yeah. So what what are we waiting for, man? Let's jump in. To it. Here's our two cents. All right, so let's let's jump into the live footage, Stephen, of what's going on, and and let's. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people are going to uh, recognize uh, the topic, but um, I hope so because, well, why? Because it's injustice, and we're seeing it live, and it's uh, pretty horrible. And um, last episode, I said. I remember saying, oh, when shit hits the fan, people come together. And that is Boy. effectively what's going on here. <laughs> right? I mean, That's on putting one it aspect, lightly. yeah, we've got Cortez, a- AOC, and we've got Ben Shapiro on the same page. Now, if that doesn't tell you one thing, when those two people are on the same page, there's an actual problem going on. Absolutely. So this is pretty huge. Uh, it's the whole situation with GameStop and uh, the big corpo heads and Robin Hood. Oh, man, it's all tied in. It's crazy. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, so basically what's going on uh, is GameStop was getting shorted, right, by the big guys. And when they found that out, when this group, uh, Wall Street Bets on Reddit, when they found that out, well, they came together and... Uh, the guy in charge, deep fucking value, he invested, I think, an initial $70,000. To put things in perspective, that is now worth, on a good day and where they're trying to go to, it's it's floating around $50 million and it'll potentially be a lot more than that. Um, but listen, it's what's going on right now is a short squeeze with uh, the, the good guys and the bad guys, uh, David and Goliath. Yes, right? sir. Yes, sir. I uh, was talking to my dad about it. That's what he has said. Then I saw an article title with David and Goliath. So I really like uh, I really like that comparison because this is really what we're seeing. We're seeing just a bunch of regular men and women uh, coming together and uh, trying to take down uh, the, some of the biggest uh, hedge funds and uh, some of the biggest corpo heads out there. And 
Basically, for those of you who don't know what a short squeeze is, mm-hmm. I was just going to say that because we sort of jumped into it without any bit of preface. And this is just prefacing the social media talk. We'll get into it deeper. But this is something mm-hmm. that's really happening right now and is something that we've both been really in tune with. Um, so, Eric, do you want to give the definition of what a short squeeze is? Yeah. So I uh, throughout these two weeks, I've I've come to un- start to understand what exactly is a short and then a short squeeze. So the short squeeze is when the stock or other assets jump extremely high. Um, and basically why that happens is because the big guys were betting money uh, that GameStop was going to go under. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So they were betting money that they're going to go under and go bankrupt and that the price will just keep falling. Um, however, that's when WSB stepped in, right, to stall that. And they started buying as many shares as you can possibly imagine. WSB being a subreddit on mm-hmm. uh, the website reddit.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to clear it. On Reddit. Uh, Wall Street bets. And um, now, what's going on exactly is. First of all, nobody could have seen this coming. But now, since they were betting that the price was going down and now it's going, it's shooting up, here's the thing. Now they have to buy back yeah. those shares. So what happens? Will... I'll give, do you want me to give a quick example of a short squeeze? I pulled one up here quickly. Absolutely. Um, so this is just an example I'm reading from Investopedia.com. Uh, an example of a short squeeze would be Suppose that a company C was borrowed on margin and that a short seller, a guy named short seller Bob, whatever, sold 100 shares at $25. A couple days later, um, the stock price plummets to $5 per share. Bob buys back stocks. In this case, he earns $2,000. So he, what, well, after the stock plummeted, he purchased the same amount of stocks that he borrowed the first time, gives those stocks back to the person that he borrowed them from, and is now up, in this case, $2,000. So that's how they're betting on a company going down. They buy stocks at high, and then they borrow they, they, they borrow them, buy them when they're really low, keep the mm-hmm. money. Yeah, and then they take the difference home. So what happened is somebody caught wind of it, and when everybody started, because this is not just one person in this case, there's a lot of people under the hedge funds that were doing this somebody caught wind of it they all bought shares when it was at 25 dollars, let's say and then everybody no, got they were, together they were online. buying shares for gamestop they were buying shares it was at like four dollars and something okay okay mm-hmm. it was yeah so it even was, lower like it was okay guys so it was the most shorted company in all of the stocks available mm-hmm. uh something like nine out of ten banks had agreed that GameStop is going under. Yeah, which so, so I would they think were the it was top... too, right? Like it was pretty obvious that they were on their way to going under just from closing as many stores as they were closing throughout, which that's what I'm saying. Well, so that's why it yeah. was so shorted. Yeah. I know there was that whole talk where if we're going to go like into details, like Stephen Cowan bought a lot of the shares and ended up owning like 12% of the company. And apparently the, the word was he was going to try to revamp GameStop into like this digital place e-commerce yeah digital yeah place for 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 the same types of things right electronics entertainment stuff video games um but just I think exclusively online 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah, so, and then this WSB group uh, started gathering. It's not the group that it was now, and now we're at like over 5 million uh, people, but it was much smaller, much more low-key, and they were pumping shares, so they were buying as many shares as possible. Um, and they reversed the action, and as we already mentioned, those big guys are going to be forced to buy back in. And now we're at the point where they own so many of the shares. You said, I remember eight million talked about shares. it, Stephen. I thought you said 86 million shares. I probably I that did. Makes yeah, that way makes more, more sense, sense than 8 million. <laughs> 80, um, yeah, so 86 million <laughs> shares, they're going to have to, what they purchased at, what we say, $4. Now, if everything goes right, they're going to have to purchase at $500 minimum. Very minimum? No, no, no. Um, I follow WSB very closely. The uh, initial goal was a thousand. They were going to sell off because basically now they're going to be forced to buy back in. So WSB technically, they can sort of set their own price if it's organized enough. Obviously, that's a very hard thing to organize. People are going to sell when they want to, naturally. But they want to keep holding. And the reason they want to keep holding is because of the live injustice that we're witnessing right now. And that's because Robinhood um, stopped people from buying not only GameStop, but the Nokia stock, uh, the BlackBerry, AMC. um, Those are the ones I know at the top of my head. And as we all know, it's a quote-unquote free market. And where it gets sticky is Citadel which uh, which owns 40% of Robinhood, coincidentally is one of the uh, the big corpo, is one of the yeah. companies that it, it, that's, that's in this whole situation. So now that becomes a conflict of interest. Yeah. And um, they're refusing that, you know, that it has anything to do with that, which, come on. It's it just... obviously does. This is the first time they've done it. Um, Robin but, Hood, you know, those those Wall Street big mega corpo heads, they'll always protect themselves, right? Yeah, they will. Absolutely. Especially if they got the money to back them. Um, not that it matters a whole lot, but for those of you who don't know, Robinhood is a U.S. trading app, sort of like Wealth Simple and Quest Trade in Canada. Just to put that out right. there. Right. Right. So it's, it's a stockbroker and you can buy stocks and invest your money and yeah, so it's a it's it's a United it's from it's exclusively for the United States, and um, yeah, so so they stopped stopped them from doing that and gave horrible reasons. Again, they said that it was to protect their customers. Like, come on, yeah, that's just it's it's not people can do what they want should be able to do what they want with their own money, especially when it comes down to like nobody should be able to control what people do on their finances at all right you're responsible for your own actions and now on media we see how misportrayed reddit is um and and the reasons they're doing this they're painted as the bad guys i've been seeing a lot which is just strange because you go like i've been seeing on on the on a thread there's already a group coming together called WSB Gives Back or something like that. Mm-hmm. And after all of this is over, uh, they want to they wanna give away some of the, their portions to nonprofit organizations, which is yeah. 
huge. Like, Which is I amazing. think it's a, it'll be a huge shift in power. Oh, yeah. Like, it will be. I believe, to be honest, like, I believe this is how our generation uh, will make its mark if we succeed. Mm-hmm. This is how, you know, this is going to be a huge wealth distribution switch. And this is how we're going to make our mark as Gen Z and millennials in the in the history books, I feel. This is going to be the biggest, um, biggest short squeeze ever. Because yeah. now they're at the point where everyone is holding. Nobody is selling their shares. So, and Robin Hood also got guilty of that where they had sold people's some shares, yeah. of the people's shares. Yeah. And if you follow Elon Musk on Twitter... He jumped on that train real quick and said, oh, so, you know, you can't sell a house you don't own. You can't sell a car you don't own, but you can sell a stock you don't own. Yeah. It's, it's getting spicy. They really dug themselves a hole here. There's already class action lawsuits. Uh, this uh, SEC is uh, looking into them. Um, uh, it's bringing to Congress. It's it's a shitstorm. And... It's really nice to see. It's a really good movement against corruption. Yeah. I mean, listen, this is this is the top guns uh, on Wall Street that are that play the exact same game, the exact same game. So suddenly, you know, when the rich is doing it, it's fine. Yeah. But of course. you know, but as soon as as soon as a few uh, younger people start to get uh, start to get rich, then it becomes a problem. I really don't understand. It's corrupted to the max. It's really sad to see. Uh, and that's why I'm holding. Mm-hmm. So like, like you said, it's a, uh, um, it's a huge, it's going to be a huge shift on what's happening in the way the market currently works. Mm-hmm. Since now going forward, it, it used to be a, like anything online that's happening or anybody that's talking online is nothing to be worried about. Obviously it's just a bunch of young people talking about, nothing um but being (laughs) having the possibility of losing people billions of dollars and doing something this big having this big of an impact on something when a bunch of people come together is something that they're going to have to base their plays on going forward any any purchases any short sales that they do going forward they're going to have to keep this into account and they can't just brush over it Absolutely. Absolutely. It changes the whole the whole game, the whole finance game, the whole Wall Street game. All the it's it's almost to the point where it's changing the way the economy might work going forward too in the states. Like it's a big thing. Absolutely, and not just in the states, right? Because I mean, no, anyone can in the in, invest in the states. Yeah, you know, like you you see it on on Reddit too. People from all over the world are coming together. I've seen on a thread. Well, obviously, people from Canada. I've seen uh, Korea, Japan, China, Singapore, uh, Finland, France, Italy. Like you see people taking pictures of their portfolio being like, uh, love from Italy, just bought a few shares uh, from what I can afford. Uh, we want to fight the good fight. You know, it, people are coming together. And that's so great uh, to see. It doesn't even matter if, yeah. it's, if, if it's something this big. When somebody, when a lot of people are coming together, across the world different backgrounds different cultures different races it's a beautiful thing to see it's so good there's all one common goal which is to stop corruption fight corruption stop the big guys stop the big guys from owning everything and dictating how everything works so hold your shares yeah (laughs) no honestly i'm just kidding 
You can do anything you want, take your profits, run, that's fine. But listen, if this movement is, is crazy because so many people are agreeing to hold and they can't do anything no. if they keep holding. Yeah. And that's the thing. They can almost set their own price Yeah. because eventually they'll be forced to buy back in. And if they can't afford it, they're either going to go, they're going to be bailed out or they're going to declare bankruptcy and get bailed out. So a lot of things can happen. I want to see next week is going to be interesting. We'll see if they've got any more slimy moves under their sleeves um, to get people to panic sell. We're going to see. There's mm -hmm. a lot going on. It's, it's just very sad to see it. Uh, it is. But, wow, it, it's it's really good to see again when shit hits the fan. People are coming together, striving for that change. And, uh, yeah, no, it's just great to see. Mm -hmm. And talking about how misportrayed Reddit is, right? I think that all comes down to social media, right? Yeah. Mainstream media. They just... They just do a terrible, awful job of portraying certain things sometimes, I find. Do you agree? No, I do agree. It, um, I'm not sure exactly why, when it comes down to the reasoning as to why they do. I, I, I can't say that I can comment on that because I'm not 100% sure. But they definitely... Well, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say they definitely do portray them in like such a bad guy light and this is not the way to go it's just a bunch of people sitting in their basement doing something but it's i mean whereas it could be that it could be a lot of that but it most likely is other things too it's people oh it that is actually have hearts. it's, it's every, regular... everybody like it's all the little guys and not we're not just talking about the stocks it's just everybody like online you can find so many people that agree with your train of thought and your your ideals and right like there's so much there's so much there there's a, there's a place for everybody and especially on reddit there's a place for everybody there absolutely and at the end of the day injustice affects any identity it does um and it, yeah it's crazy and, and and like you said it's they're portrayed as just a bunch of nerds and it's really not it's it's group of regular men and women mm -hmm. coming together as a community and uh striving for this movement and and after this they're gonna start giving back as well like that's just so nice to see it's yeah. so wholesome it's a wholesome meme uh a wholesome meme stock so i like it i'm excited to see what comes from it and uh yeah i'm for that movement for sure there's a lot of change that can corruption come from is so out of control so uh, absolutely. out of control and like we were saying, when a bunch of people come together um, for one specific goal, there's no like they can move mountains together. There's no, nothing when you have mm, millions very of powerful. people coming together for one goal. doesn't matter what it is. Um, there's so much power that is had there and there's so much sway in the way people see things um, in like I said, little like groups form people get to know who they actually are by associating with people that are like-minded and realize what like find purpose i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah in a way for sure for sure and as we talked about it last podcast right chunking up to common ground mm -hmm. so important absolutely and talking about false realities and facades and 
what is a realistic expectation for men and women it's very difficult and i'm going to talk about it in a point of view obviously i'm a man so that's Mm -hmm. my point of view and what i see on social media and i'm going to talk about my personal experience so for example i've always been into sports uh just big into sports, athletic things like uh, jujitsu or track and field, whatever. Just, just fun for me. Yeah, those kind of things. And uh, I was always extremely skinny. Well, I still am, but that's just my body type, mm-hmm. right? So I think the audience already knows where this is going, right? <laughs> oh no, Eric, not down this rabbit hole again. No, again. please, again. Yeah, we haven't talked about this yet. What? Uh, where's your time machine yeah um yeah so i've lived my life as someone super skinny like a stick you know to put things in perspective uh five nine high school i was like 120 130 Mm -hmm. to like 11th grade which was when i started working out and there's a lot of reasons why i started working out but the biggest reason was so many times whether it was in elementary high school or within family members or sometimes friends but friends it was more like i understood that they were just giving me a hard time or just joking but it still kind of hurt because everyone else around would actually be like oh why aren't you eating where's your sandwich eric you're not gonna eat yeah or um you know, oh, you look like you're 90 pounds wet, something like that, you know? So when you keep hearing those things, it gets annoying, right? And um, and as I was this teenager exploring social media uh, during this time, I saw, I, you know, I saw a lot of fitness stuff going on and that intrigued me and these fitness influencers and Instagram models and whatever. And on the guy side, it's it's really about building muscle, which at the end of the day, listen, nothing is wrong with that. No. I am all about that. If you want to do that, go. I encourage it. But where do you draw the realistic expectations? Because you see these people on social media. These guys are absolutely shredded they have like out of their minds. 16 packs. They have three biceps somehow. They have... Uh, try. I can't even think of the muscle groups right now. I I'm always at the gym, but I can't think of this. You know. You know. Don't you oh. hate when that happens? No, I hate when that happens, man. <laughs> yeah, you've, yeah, got they're, traps, they're... you've got traps bigger than your actual shoulders. Yeah, they they can um, they can barely to turn around and see what's beside them. They have to move their whole body. Yeah, they have invisible lat syndrome where their arms are just called? permanently permanently oh, stuck. Per- yeah, permanently up, and it looks like they're always like questioning what you're talking about. Yeah, and like. For Christmas, they have to ask for bigger doorways because they just can't. <laughs> they can't fit in any doors anymore. Yeah. So it's like, well, I need larger doorways. Can I get that for Christmas, please? So, and then you see in their bio, all natural, vegan. Not hating <laughs> on vegans, but not hating it's on always, vegans. It's always all natural. It's always that. vegan water lifestyle, whatever. Guys, all you have to do is. Follow my workout plan, okay? Strictly. You got to follow that shit like it's your life. You got to supplement on BCAAs 
creatine and protein, which don't get me wrong, there's a place for supplements. So we can talk about it another time, maybe. But that's they where fail, if, if they that's fail where to you mention, end, if that's stop talking there for a second, that's good. If you do that and follow that, you'll see gains. You won't see gains where you need a new doorway, which is where they're wrong, right? Right. Or absolutely, like people also associate, like, for example, sport enhancing drugs or steroids as big. Like, you need to be big. If you're not big, you're not on steroids. It goes for the opposite, too. If you're absolutely, like, if you're big and cut at the same time, Mm -hmm. where it's like you've got vascularity, like, if you get a paper cut, you're about to die, kind of thing. (laughs) <laughs> or, and then you got these guys which have they have striations everywhere they have striations on their what's a striation pecs. i don't even know what that it's is it's like it's like lines you see like they're so shredded you see like lines in their skin because their muscles are so defined that's a thing you know, oh, like see, when like, you're oh. when you're that shredded you know like but you're not that big and people are like oh yeah he's not that he's not quite big enough to be taking roids it's like that is so ignorant and i've seen that in comments and it's like oh it that's a dangerous path Mm -hmm. and what enables that well social media enables that because you can be you don't have to be transparent and i'm not saying you should be completely transparent but there's certain things that when you can influence millions of people right transparency well there's a debate to be had there i think yeah i think so too and there's no way, you know, if there's no way that you, you should be able to put natural in your bio. That's the thing. When when you're when you're clearly using drugs, whether you're on or off the cycle, it doesn't matter. You're enhancing drugs and you're making it seem like you can achieve that naturally so he can buy your five hundred dollar workout program mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when they don't need a five hundred dollar workout program. No, they don't. And you're gonna pump, you're gonna pump your supplements, you need this, you need that. You don't need supplements you don't need like you don't need anything there we can talk about the advantages i i that would be a really cool podcast i'm very passionate about fitness we could talk we could get into supplements they are useful i'm not saying there's no place for them but us average recreational users of the gym (laughs) that's a good way to put it i'm such a i'm such a big gym user i use so many gyms dude (laughs) <laughs> i never heard I don't that even before. know i don't know what i'm talking about right now so. well just before you get into that part um it's not necessarily like you said there's a debate to have on transparency but i think when it it crosses the line when you go from being transparent to blatantly lying well there's, said there's a fine line there you can you can especially when be, it's driving your business that's right you cannot be fully transparent by, by an example of that is don't maybe just a thought to have maybe don't put all natural in when you in your in your bio when you know that that's not the case um right. don't lie and sell your business and sell make your whole business model around this big lie that you have this big facade right right it's huge and mm-hmm. it's it's this huge and it's a big problem yeah and i'm going to call out uh because they had controversy already but what I saw that it was prominent or obvious is Gymshark. Like the Gymshark athletes. Yeah. Like great, don't get me wrong, great looking guys. They've got great bodies. Great form working out. Everything's good. Everything's there. You've got all the great components. But then you go see 
on their bio. You're like, oh yeah, all natural. Buy my program here. You want to get V-lines? You want to get the V-lines, boys? All right? The big old arrow? Just drop, okay, $350 right now. Okay, I'll coach you. But wait for you, $200. Right. Only specific. And and you're going to get this shredded. 30-minute deal. If you don't buy in 30 minutes, it's done. But you come back next the next day and it's again the same deal right and listen nobody can argue the fact that physical activity is probably one of the best things you can do for yourself mm-hmm. i would say sleeping is the first one. Oh, having yeah. good good sleep good sleep there's nothing better in the world one. having something that's that good for you and something that is it just feels so like sleeping is the best better than anything in the world quote me on that I will. We'll get to it too. <laughs> and uh, one sec, 9.25 p.m., January 29th, quoted. <laughs> locked and loaded. Um, locked and loaded. But it gets lost in the chaos of social media. Right Now, there is a point um, before we start diving into the social media and your points I know you have there. There is. I'm trying to get into it. I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> baby. One I'm thing trying I to get say, into it. You I'm, keep I, stopping me. I know I'm going to forget it. So I have a bit of a defense um, to sort of, I guess, a little bit to what you're saying because you know me in high school when I went on P90X. Mm -hmm. Now, it's rare, but that is a really good program to get started. Okay, well, okay, let's, because I'm very passionate about P90X too. Tony Horton, Mm -hmm. one of my inspirations. That's an actual workout program. It's a workout program. It goes on sale. It's like 50 bucks. Yeah. And I and, bought it and used it's like, for yeah. like 20. Exactly. And it's it's real science-based training and it's It blew my mind, Eric. I was it's eating crazy good. Amazingly. I was eating so much. I was full. The food was delicious. And I lost 30 pounds. It right. blew my mind. Well, yeah. well, I missed the some would say the most important part. I worked out like a maniac. Right. But I mean, I remember <laughs> you can't forget that part. Can't forget that part. And yeah. And, and it's, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll expand on that even more actually, because I did P90X too. Yeah. But instead of trying to lose weight, I wanted to gain weight because I was skinny mm-hmm. and everyone loved to remind me Yeah, how skinny I was. I was like, thanks guys. Don't worry. I didn't do that I a lot. It. Did I? No, not you okay. particularly. No, no, no. And and even when, like I said, when it come, came from my friends, it was like, I knew it was a joke. The only reason it hurt is because people were saying it and I knew it wasn't a joke. Like, you know, sometimes like, let's say a family member, Eric, it's been so long. Like, have you been eating? Like, have you ate this whole time? Like, What's going on? You look, so it's like, it's like they're saying you look unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I know for a fact I'm healthier than them. Yeah. So it's like, it just gets tricky. And you're eating so, so much and you yeah, still and can't I, gain the weight. And I can't gain weight. Yeah. So it gets complicated. So, yeah. And, for example, when I had to gain muscle, and I know a lot of people are going to appreciate this, gaining muscle is absolutely very, very hard Mm -hmm. to do. Period. Why? Well, because not only do you need to train incredibly hard, you need to lift incredibly heavy. Like, for you to be skinny and to build muscle, you got to lift heavy. Yeah. And starting, starting from not, nothing 
get, right. getting to lift heavy is a journey on itself. And then you're there exactly. and then you have the whole other journey to work on. Right. And then you got to, when you get to your plateau, that's when it starts getting difficult because yeah. that's when you really start pushing yourself when you yeah. get to that plateau. Yeah. And the amount of food you have to eat, like for example, I ended, like when I, when I had finished a bulk, I hit 178 pounds. So I was a pretty big boy at 5'9". Mm-hmm. And the amount of food that I had to eat just to maintain 178 pounds was like almost 3,000 calories. Yeah. To maintain. But to bulk, to bulk to, to 178, I was eating thirty five to 3,800 calories a day. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Oh, yeah. Like when I think about it now because I'm, I'm not bulking and I don't have interest to do so anymore. When I think about that now, like, and the food I was eating, or the amount of food I was eating, it doesn't, not that it makes me sick, but it's like, holy smokes, I was eating a lot of food. Yeah. And it was so hard to eat that much food. Like, I hated eating. That's why I hate bulking, is because I didn't look forward to eat. Mm-hmm. Because it was just, that's all your life was revolving around. Right? It was like, I felt like it was my job. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, it's five o'clock, I gotta eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I got to keep these gains. And listen, a lot of things made me think that way. You know, uh, the way we, the way we, um, we make everything seem like it's, you know, the physical that only matters, right? I'm not saying, I'm not saying physical doesn't matter. Let's say in, in, in society, right? When you look at a very pretty lady or a very nice looking man, right? We, yeah. Th- our first impression is the physical. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is important. I get, I get that. But at a, there's a limit, you know, and you don't want to place those unrealistic expectations on anyone. And I feel like that's what the, the fitness influencers are doing. Because this is the thing. You've got these naive teenage boys, and I was there. They start gymming. Man, they start getting these gains. And you start looking good. You start feeling good. Mm-hmm. People start paying attention to you a little bit. Like, it's real. It's this whole thing. It's real. Mm-hmm. I went through it. And then and then it starts to slowly stop, right? You're not seeing, like... You're not stopping. You're not, like, you're, you're, not you're stopping. doing the same thing. But right. the gains are stopping. But the gains are slowing down at a rate, at an incredibly high rate. And and it's been, let's say it's been a year. You're, you're hard at work. And you're wondering, like, why, why am I... Why am I not taking it to that next level like these guys online? Mm-hmm. Well, that's because they're on sports enhancing drugs or steroids. Yeah, you know it, it's and it's not uh, it's not rocket science. The problem is too is they know that's the those are the people they're targeting, right? Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure there are pitches that you looked at like advertisements that were like, "Oh, I I was I've been working out for for two years and everything's going great, and then I just stopped gaining muscle." But here's the trick. With my $200 program. Yeah. Break through that plateau, they yeah. say, right? Yeah. Yeah. But your natural plateau, well, guess what? That's your natural plateau. You can start, you'll have to start tweaking your training at that point. But again, that's, I would love to do a podcast on fitness. We'll, we'll do one, but um, I'll go back to the, let's say like, you know, you've got the teenage, influenceable yeah. teenage boys. I don't even know if that's a word, but. Influential. When that happens, yeah, something like that. That's, that's what I, I said. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a word. I've I've seen it before. We'll flow with it. So, 
when that happens, right, some of them are in potential danger of falling into the, the use of steroids. And one of the things that make me sad is not a lot of people seem to know, like, the effects, like, the true effects of steroids. I can tell you firsthand that I don't. I've never looked into it, but I, 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 I don't know them. Right. So I'm going to I'm gonna brush upon it. So, and, and I'm going to differentiate professional bodybuilders because if you're a professional bodybuilders okay well that's your career and you have it's a team your body, it's working your on specifically for you what right. you need you've been studied you're like a science project yeah and you're monitored by a doctor to lessen the effects of the drugs right to to gain as much advantage and as mu- as less disadvantages that's yeah. the whole point so you got a whole team you're in good hands but when you're doing it recreationally that's <laughs> when the side effects come in you don't know how to deal with it it's also a lot of money this might be that's that's what i was going to say a stupid question is it easy to get your hands on like can i go i don't even know where i would start with that is it relatively speaking uh, well i've seen i've seen uh exchanges in in uh uh i'm sure i changing rooms changing rooms in the gym yeah i've seen it a few times i guess if you're looking for it you can really find it anywhere just like anything else true true but yeah, no, I, I have seen it with my own eyes. And it's like, all right, well, that just happened. Cool. Oh, okay. Cool, that so guy's on it? juice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because it's like me and, and my buddy, uh, we, we saw it happen. And then like that guy, like two months later, starts slowly becoming like this absolute animal. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, well, relax. <laughs> You're on roids, okay? Okay, buddy. I can hear you from across the gym with my headphones on. I get it. Um, but yeah, no, you've got these, like these teenage boys that are falling into that trap. Like, and I get it. It's important to be healthy and it's, guess what? It's not so important to be absolutely chiseled like a Greek God. Okay. You should be striving for a healthy lifestyle, right? You should be striving to have goals, right? Fitness goals. Like, oh, I want to do, I want to reach this on that, or I want to do, you know, 15 laps or I want to do. Whatever it is, have fitness goals. Stay natural. You thank yourself. Because mm-hmm. why? Well, let's take a look. What why? are the side effects, Eric? So this is off the top of my mind, and I'll go uh, pull up even the, the worst, the worst symptoms. But this is what I know. So when you start taking steroids, it starts, well, it's testosterone. And your body, at that point, stops producing natural testosterone. Which is scary. Uh, so basically, there's so much testosterone in steroids, you become like three times the man you are. Like you generate more testosterone than three times the average man. That's yeah. so you're you're just a beast. Yeah. Right. Like you're just you're out of control emotionally and physically. You're just you're about to hit. You're basically a rhino. Some high levels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And when your body stops producing testosterone, it doesn't naturally come back right away. And depending on how much you use it or abuse it, it might never come back. Mm-hmm. Is that um, so? You might never be able to produce testosterone again. Right. So you'll have to start like testosterone therapy. Wow, I didn't know that. I guess that makes sense, though. If you're getting it from another another way, your body's going to be like, well, you don't need this anymore. Why would I start making it? 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And as soon as you come off of the roids, usually it's a good six months to a year before your body starts again. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have cra- crazy mood swings, uh, even when you're, especially when you're on steroids, because again, you're like three times the man. There's a lot of testosterone. You're going to have, you're going to be more, way more aggressive, crazy mood swings. Um, on the inside, your mental health, it's really going to be, really going to be hectic. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is from uh, drugabuse.gov. That's our source. So regarding the misuse of steroids, the consequences you can have in your cardiovascular system is high blood pressure, blood clots, heart attacks, strokes, artery damage. So obviously increase increase the chances of that. Uh, hormonal system, decreased sperm production, enlarged breasts, uh, shrinking of the testicles, male pattern, baldness, testicular cancer. Um, and I'm not going to lie, boys, your PP stops working. For, for, for what? Being bigger? Fielding more alpha? Yeah, being like the guys, exactly. Again, social media. Being like the guys that you look up to that are, they never, nobody, that's a big problem with social media. You never see the downsides. This is starting a whole other Well, you never, see, you never see the reality. And that's why. P- period. Yeah. And not just, like I said, not just speaking about fitness. You, don't, you never see the, the reality of many things. Like people only post the good. And if that's all you're seeing, you're scrolling through social media all the time. That's all you're seeing is the good, the good, the good. Well, you're like, why is, why, why is this not going good for me? Right. So you have to distinguish the difference. Like when I look at my Instagram, for example, man, you would think I'm on a trip every single day. Yeah. No. Wouldn't that be nice? I'm just, I'm just picking my pictures, guys. It's, I'm just, I want to share it. And it's great that people want to share their, their cool pictures. That's what I love about social media. But if you fall into that trap where it's like you start thinking that's the reality of their lives all the time, eh, it gets tricky. Mm-hmm. Other effects includes like delusions, mania, aggression, uh, tendon injury, like very much increased injury-wise. Um for your skin, severe acne and cysts, oily scalp, skin, abscess at injection injection site. Uh, there's a lot of things that are at risk here. And it's not talked about. And especially recreationally because these guys on Instagram, they're monitored. They have a whole professional team around them lessening these effects. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't know what you're putting inside your body. No, it, it, but this much, this much, this much, whatever. Let's it could also put it in. not even be 100% steroids. Like that's a whole exactly. other problem. Like you don't know, you don't. You're buying it from Joe, who just bought it from who knows where, who grew it in his backyard, and it's not steroids, but you're using it anyways. Yeah. So very dangerous. Um, yeah. So you gotta you gotta distinguish the difference between what's real and what's not, and and it's not talked about. I mean, listen. Just look at like, and I get it. It's great to see these chiseled folks, okay? But your average Joe, it's just not realistic, okay? No. Like, you can't place these these expectations on men. And, for example, like underwear companies and they're on the packages, right? Those guys are chiseled to the max. They've got intense V-lines going on. Nice 
chiseled abs, nice six-pack, possibly an eight-pack. It's just, man, like, you look at that and you're like, holy smokes. I want that. It's just, that's not the reality. No. And, yeah, and you start thinking, like, is that what I'm supposed to look like? What's going on here? Um, And that's why it's so important. Just strive to be healthy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and have have fitness goals. But that's the thing. It's It's just dangerous. And why... You got to ask yourself, too, like, why are these teenage boys falling into that trap? Well, let me just take an example that we don't have to go too far, right? Dating apps. Okay. Dating apps only focus on the physical. Am I wrong? Yeah. No. Yeah. Especially uh, Tinder. Oh, Tinder. Yeah, for sure. Tinder. But even, you know, again, Bumble. I would say the, the one where it's like. I don't know what I'm not going to get into it. I would say Hinge would be more for dating. Yeah. So Hinge if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> I would love to talk about Hinge. I'm kidding. No, but yeah, you're right. Especially Tinder because there's not like Bumble has prompts which are pretty cool and things like that. But at the end of the day, how many people read them? I would assume not a lot. No. Um and so let's say we we'll put you in a position you're not at the point that you want to be physically because you're seeing all of these people on social media. Um, you're working as as hard working out as hard as you can, but you're healthy, but it may not appear that way, which is not always like to other always, people. Like, yeah, to other people. Yeah, that's right. Right to yourself. Yeah, yeah. You you should strive to look at yourself in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And but so, you should also strive to be healthy. Yeah. At the same time. You should. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I believe. Exactly. So you, so what? What's next, right? Like you're on Tinder, you might not have the looks. So you, you try to make a good bio, but the problem is, if it's about physical, people don't look at that. No, and that's the thing. I remember because I hadn't had Tinder. Well, I was in a relationship, so I obviously I didn't have Tinder. But well, I hope not, Eric. When I when I got out of the relationship, it was like a brand new world that i hadn't seen i had heard about it but i was like oh is it really that bad like come on guys come on so then i get on tinder eventually right and then i just felt so fake like myself like when i would like look at my profile i was like man like i understand like this is yes like this is me but it's like we're focusing on the wrong things here like yeah i was reading on how to make a good profile right and they say to limit your bio. I say, fuck that. Like, why? What mm-hmm. do you mean, limit your bio? That's what it's all about. Shouldn't your bio, shouldn't that cap- capture your some of your attention as well? I'm not saying the physical shouldn't catch your attention. The physical is going to naturally catch your attention, but it shouldn't be 100% of the reason. You know, which is the whole thing with swiping. It's like, you don't check the bio. It's not really, it's not, it's not a culture of, no. Or an app for dating. Though. No. You know it's what not. I mean? So it, it revolves around looks only. And when you are dating someone, you want to. So you, let's say you're there. It's. I don't personally. I'm, I, I'm strong to the feeling that it's not something that is geared towards dating. Like it's built on everything against that. It's all about the looks. Mm. You can't. If you swipe right on someone because you think they look good, a lot of the times the personality isn't there for you, right? 
for you, right? Yeah. yeah. And how do you, how can you tell that? And you're wasting so much time going on dates when there could be, like I said, a lot, a lot, like you said, a lot easier ways to do it, um, to to find out who you who you like. But you're not looking at the bio. People aren't. They're not there to date. They're there for the for the ego boost that it gives, the adrenaline that it that it gives you when you get a swipe. Oh, I got a I got a swipe. Somebody thinks I look pretty, and it's reassurance. Yeah, and and I'm not gonna lie. Like I had fallen into that trap, and as soon as I realized it, I deleted every single dating app on my phone. I had to take, I had to take like a step back and like just like reevaluate myself. To be mm-hmm. honest, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't know if that's just me, but it is what it is. It's just again, it's just it revolves around the physical aspects. You know, you know, scroll left if you're not six over six feet tall yeah over six <laughs> feet where does that come from over six feet tall meanwhile you're talking to a i'm at wall. least by the way ladies i'm like six six. Oh yeah he is so yeah. six six he's 250 pounds of muscle obviously well, of I've course got, of course and like 200 but i'm shredded too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so just saying <laughs> no but seriously it's just it focuses on the physical you look at how to build a profile. Tells you to keep it short. Bio, keep it short, okay? Uh, it's only the V lines, okay? The V lines, the views, okay? Are you a traveler or not? If you're not a traveler, get out of Tinder. It's not for you. Yeah. And if you don't I'm have kidding. a dog, too, you need a. You need oh a yeah, dog. you need at least yeah. You need to be at least six foot one. You need to have a dog. Preferably V lines. Um, yeah. And that's that, okay? And, and, and just don't bore me with your bio. I don't want to know you, okay? <laughs> get get that shit out of here. And Jeez. so, like I said, it's it's built around the physical look, which dating, like you said, is. If you're not attracted to someone, it stops there. But it's geared against it's it's against people that don't necessarily find themselves pretty or attractive right. or whatever. Which, and I had a conversation. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I thought you were. Done. No, you can. You can go. You can go. No, no, you go. <laughs> no, I. No, okay. Um, okay. And it's. Uh, yeah. So it, it's geared. It's geared against it, and it makes people feel like they're not good enough, and pushes that mentality in them. Um, right. And it's, which is, it, it's, it's, it's dangerous because it's making them think that they're not good enough for something that isn't built for them in the first place like it's not something that they're actually looking it's not an app that they're they should be looking at right because it doesn't fit that kind of personality exactly like you know my type of personality to be on tinder no way i just figured it out i was like i'm, I'm just not meant to be here yeah um which was a realization for me to make and i was having this conversation with one of my with one of my friends as well and and she said some very interesting points too where she said on tinder it's it's so much the physical like you're just it's just right or left right or left when a lot of these people if you would have gotten to know them maybe you would have developed Mm -hmm. feelings you don't know oh yeah you're not even giving them a chance no exactly exactly it's just yeah it's just a terrible way to do things no it is to put it simply yeah to put it simply simply, simply, it is and um i don't know exactly when um it started i'm sort of getting on a tangent here but with the 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 body positivity movement 
um, and everything that's going on around that, I'm sure that it had something to do with the Tinder and this whole, our generation, right? Is always needing something now. And mm-hmm. so people felt excluded, obviously, as you do. And, right. but so the whole, the, the base of what it should be, like, Eric, you tell me what you think that body positivity should be. Well, if I were to, yeah, if I were to take an educated guess, I would say body positivity, the movement should be striving for, to be accepting of all body types, regardless if it's on the skinny side or the bigger side, it doesn't matter. You should strive to be positive about your own body, but strive to be healthy. Yeah, which is what it should be, right? Like that's that's, that's what I think. everybody agrees yeah. on that, and everybody should be on the same page on that side. Um, but personally, I have like personal gripes with the prop with this this issue because so. If somebody is on either spectrum, completely obese, like we said, you got to be healthy. As long as you're healthy and we can, you can tell yourself that you truly are healthy and not drinking three Cokes a day, right? Um, but the point comes... You don't comes, drink three Cokes a day? Well, I, I mean, not normally. Only, only on Saturdays, but we don't talk about those days. No, not Sundays. <laughs> and for example, like let's say you're having trouble getting pop out of your diet because... Mm-hmm. I loved pop. If pop was in my house, it was gone within a few days. Like twenty-four packs gone within a week. Yeah. Like that. That like that. That's scary. Like when I saw the bag of sugar that's in the pop. Like, <laughs> you wow. don't want to. You don't want to see the video where they make coke and you see how much sugar goes in a can. Right. Yeah. You don't want to see that. And listen, I'm not saying don't drink pop. Right. Like. Neither extremes are bad. Have fun. I believe to build a consistency in your quote-unquote diet, let's say, to build consistency, you got to have fun. You can't, you can't have a diet where fun ceases to exist because that'll, that'll seriously, that'll breed failure. Yeah. Yeah, it will. Right? Seriously. And, and I've spoken about this on my fitness account. It's you got to build consistency and you've got to build a system where you can have fun. Everything in moderation. So, for example, for me personally, because I was drinking a lot of pop, I told myself, okay, I'm going to move on to sparkling water, right? Flavored sparkling water, natural flavors. It's delicious, refreshing. But I still want to drink pop, and I love pop. So, when I go out to get food, that's when I'll allow myself to drink pop. Yeah. Whether I want one, two, three, who cares? Yeah. At yeah. least you're not drinking it every day or every week or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just about even those small changes. Like that can make a huge difference. Yeah. And that's so, that's what I was saying. Well, you, you finished what you were saying. No, that's pretty much it for me. Okay. Yeah. So um, as long as you're healthy and doing something that you can truly down like deep when you're thinking about yourself and, and looking at yourself in the mirror, as long as you can say you're healthy, it's fine. Um, so like I said, there's a, there's a, I have a personal gripe with the body positivity and all of that. Um, if there's somebody that is, like you said, like you were explaining yourself earlier, where you were skinny and people were, were, were blaming you on that, saying, oh, don't you eat a sandwich? Don't you do that when you do, right? Like it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's difficult to gain that weight. And it's very, very easily sheltered mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, well, it just, just eat more it's not that hard but it's it's not that easy right they make a they make a 
complex problem very simple by just saying ah just eat more yeah exactly exactly it's much more than that we gotta dive much deeper than that sorry for your simple mindedness (laughs) yeah no it is and it's it's to the fact that when you like i was saying with this personal um when you like i googled one day um like body positivity movement for skinny people and all that came up was people shaming like literally it's like a joke there was it was just people shaming and talking down on skinny people that say oh no you're not part of this movement because like since when can they dictate who's a part of the movement or not right so i mean that's just all i wanted to say about that um it it should include everybody everybody again going back to the beginning of the episode when everybody comes together to fight a goal keep everybody in mind and that's you can do anything yeah, no, and I absolutely agree with that. Uh, you know, the, the body positivity movement should include all at the end of the day, whether it's on the smaller side or the bigger side. It doesn't matter. Uh, it should be, if anyone identifies with that movement, they should be inclusive to that. Um, yeah, because, when again, when you start isolating people, right, they start feeling left out, and that's when problems can occur. Well, yeah, that's it. It's I don't think there's a whole lot more to say um, on that fact. Um, still speaking about social media and uh, all of the issues that can arise from it, um, there's a question that's begged to be asked. I mean, we're getting a little older, and I'm sure it's going to be a little while before we uh, – not not a little while. In a couple of years, we, we might have kids. Um, I mean, it begs the question, Eric, like when do you think that social media and all of that is – good to give your kid that like i don't know if it's an age or like do you think it's an age i mean it could definitely i mean it it all depends on how uh how quick your child gets the grasp of things right i guess maturity would fall into that right yeah and uh i mean personally i'm not having any kids in a couple years you said a couple years i'm well no i mean like five (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so a few years few years yeah yeah um yeah yeah so it, it, it'll all depend, but it, I mean, when you check, when you check like on Google, it's 13 plus. And I mean, that's young to be exposed yeah, to all of that, right? I know. Like imagine being 13 and navigating through Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat and all that. Like there's a lot Especially of shit. Especially when you're so young and vulnerable, right? Like there's so much that you can, like it's almost, it's almost scarring, right? Yeah. Scarring, there's scams, there's, there's everything. And listen, I would be very open uh with my kids i would tell them uh listen this is what you're gonna see i'm gonna be very transparent you know there's there's you're gonna see porn you're gonna see violence you're gonna see harassment you're gonna see um division you're gonna see a lot of fake things you're gonna have to you're gonna have to filter through what you think is 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 real and what's a facade Mm -hmm. and uh what life is really about right you're gonna see again you only see what people allow you to see on social media. Well, that's right. Yeah. So it's very controlled and there's a lot of, a lot of negativity to be exposed at such a young age. So I think it would all depend. I don't think I would go with the age. It's more if my, if my kid would prove that he or she really understands that, that, that that difference and is ready to, to try and tackle that adversity. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just because like, again, I wouldn't want my kid to be like going to school and being isolated because they don't have social media. 
No. Um, but it goes a little deeper than that because if they're not ready to have it, well, they're not ready to have it, whether well, or not, you know, their yeah. friends have it. It's it's really, it's it would be its personal responsibility and maturity that would determine, I, I find. Yeah, that's right. I feel like as long as they, you you can tell that they completely understand what they're getting into and what they're, what is really out there and they understand to take everything with a grain of salt. I think that at that point, Absolutely. you can just, you can just. Trust, you have to trust them. I mean, yeah. it comes down to that, right? And to not th- take things personally, right? Yeah, and, exactly. And to understand that that's not how we truly are as humans. Exactly. And I mean, listen, by the time we have kids, social media might be a completely different story. We don't know where it's heading, but I mean, if it's heading anywhere close to where it's at now, that's yeah. kind of scary. So, uh, I mean, it's completely I, different from when we were kids too. Like social media, it's yeah. not, it's just complete 180 so i mean who knows hopefully we're not super out of touch at that point i don't think we'll be boomers like that i well i hope that's good i mean it's true i mean you can turn a blind eye to yeah, things right but yeah. i mean i i find that that's my job does a great job <laughs> my job does a great job of letting or having me stay up to date right yeah. because um we use a lot of technology i'm always talking about what the up-to-date things are mm-hmm. so Definitely, that's going to help me, and keeping up with the trends is definitely important to stay in the loop. And like, I mean, I don't, not, I don't. No, you go ahead, finish. <laughs> yeah, it's just you don't want to, you don't want to become ignorant about those kind of subjects, especially if you're bringing up kids, because then you're not aware of the dangers. And when you're yeah. not aware of the dangers, well, you're not aware of what your kid could face. Yeah, and you absolutely should be aware of what they're up against. In I think any scenario, not trying to be over controlling, but no, it's um, and, and again, it's not about controlling. It's about Prove to me that you're ready to to explore yeah. this this chaotic place, you know, well, exactly. potentially dangerous. Again, social media has great things, man. Like I'm not saying social media is all bad. Oh no, oh no. I love seeing the pictures that people post, share uh, movements that are that are brought together as a community. Like there's a lot of good things from social media, but again, a lot of um, a lot of small groups have loud voices, and you got to identify those and you got to make sure that uh, you don't fall into that trap because a lot of things can seem believable on on social media when 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 you do a little bit more digging it's it's not the truth you know no. so and, and we see this with the with the whole uh you know reddit wall street bets and and the hedge funds yeah yeah and it's and you it's see also... you see the initial info but then yeah. when you do digging it, different dots start to connect and it really yeah. makes you wonder uh-huh it does and it's also like I was saying earlier in the podcast. Um, it, it gives you a sense. Um, it can help you find people who you relate with and find out who you actually are too. Because there's so many people there, and Absolutely. so you can figure out where you fit in in the world. And it's something that I know that it's helped me figure that out. So it's just putting you out there and exposing you to a bunch of people, which will inevi- inevitably help you figure that out. Yeah, and I mean on social media, maybe it even comes down to like. The good is really good, and the bad is really bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's kind of like the way I see it. Yeah, me too. You know, like or sometimes, but yeah. Anyways, um, it's been a whole long podcast. I think it was very well. That's what we're trying to do. Um, I mean, not that we're trying to do. We're always trying to normalize conversation. Um, the next couple podcasts will be a little bit lighter. We'll be joking as we were today. I mean, with serious subjects too. It's not. Like oh yeah, brushing over bullshit. No, but it was it was it was looser, and it was yeah. We're just digging into to topics that are less, I guess, 
quote unquote controversial, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? So no, absolutely. It's, it's, it's what we're striving for. It's what we will continue to do. Exactly. Uh, so stay tuned for the next episode. Who knows what it's going to be? I don't know. Steven doesn't know. know. You guys don't know. So it's really just a ruckus right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in. It really means a lot to us. Uh, feel free. Listen, reach out in DMs, uh, Twitter, Instagram. We would love uh, to have that activity. Um, we're ready to to engage in conversation. The conversation doesn't end when the podcast ends, right? No, so it doesn't. We want to strive for that movement. So feel free to reach out. We'll reach right back. And uh, yeah, let's get some conversations going. But Absolutely. until then, I wish you guys a great time. And uh, until uh, until next podcast, ciao for now. We'll see you guys later.